Hi, this is Karen Kelly, and you're listening to An Appetite for Life. There's a great mix on this show with various topics, amazing guests, and the occasional celebrity guest. So today I'm really excited to be joined by mindset coach Benjamin Stubbs. So welcome, Benjamin. Hello, Karen. How are you? Yeah, great. Is it Benjamin or do we call you Ben? Either or. I've been called a lot worse in my time. Oh, right. Okay. So <laughs> Benjamin just makes me sound classier, I think. So I kind of uh, <laughs> I keep Benjamin. <laughs> okay, then. So yeah. Benjamin, tell us all about your company and what it is you do and what you offer. So the company is me, really, which is I call myself a mindset coach because I either I work one to one with people with Zoom. So I do Zoom consultations. Um, I've been going into schools. Obviously, this is pre-COVID and et cetera, yeah, yeah. Um, going into schools and businesses working with mindset. Um, so we've been working with students. I've recently worked with quite a lot of teachers on training days. Um, you know, now it's all teams and Zooms. So doing like a teams uh, mindset training day and teaching techniques. And then I've worked a lot with businesses, especially managers, one-to-one on their business. So actually, I've used mindset not just about feeling better and relaxing, but also using it to kind of inspire them to be different in their business, you know, so, yeah. you know, to kind of, because normally a lot of people that are self-employed or an S, a part of an SME, um, their business is them. They are their business. So when they're having a bad day, the business has a bad day and vice versa. So it's about kind of finding ways to get on board with that better and, and had some really good success. So it's all the same thing, whether I'm talking to my teenagers, because I used to teach for eight years. Um, so I used to work with teenagers. So even whether I'm t- working with teenagers, working with clients one-to-one, and my oldest client I've worked with is in the late seventies, you know, wow. it's all the same stuff. Otherwise, if it wasn't, why would, you know, it's got to be the same, you know, yeah, it's got to yeah. be simple. Otherwise people won't do it. So the thing is we all have, we all have a mind, <laughs> we do. all have a brain. <laughs> And we all have a personality. So it's just kind of giving some techniques because I think we all know what foods we should eat, whether we eat or not, eat them or not. Yeah, to us. I know. <laughs> we We've all got bad habits. To... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we never get taught how to deal with our mind. We never get taught how to deal with sadness, yeah. grief, jealousy. So it's we just get shoved out into life and there we go. So it's kind of helping people help themselves, really. You know. So just for our listeners then, can you give us maybe a a deeper insight into what sort of things you would cover to help people's mindset. Good. It would, but this way it's all bespoke really. So it depends yeah. where people are at because if some people have read a lot of the books, a lot of mindset books, and I can go straight in with the kind of nitty gritty and go, look, what this, 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 yeah. but then everyone's on their journey. So it's not anyone's better than anyone else. It's just like anyone, you find a way to chat. I could chat to anyone in the street, wherever they come from, wherever their background. And the same with this, it's finding a way it's relatable because yeah. the information is the same. But it's where they're at is where I start. So it's more that I just want people to realize as long as you're improving, as long as you start to let things go, you'll feel better. Whether or not you're you're really feeling quite low, a step up that emotional scale feels great. Yeah. So it's it's all about just assessing where people are and then going from there, you know, how can we shift and change? But what I do try and do is, you know, is stick to the kind of the kind of the premise that is this throughout all my work, which is your mind is just a muscle. If you if you have a diet plan and you eat well and go to the gym, you will lose weight. It's a scientific fact because cutting calories, burn ex, burning energy, going uh, doing exercise, you will build muscle and lose weight. Yeah. And I want people to realize it's the same with their mindset. The mind is just a muscle. You know, when you move something in your house, like a couple of months ago, I moved my underpants and socks drawer. Not nice. a great visual for those. <laughs> um, 
I moved them up. <laughs> I moved them up a row. So what did I do for the first three to four weeks? I went to the old drawer. Yes. And then eventually. Yeah. It's habit, I isn't it? Myself. Bad habit. Yeah. Well, not a bad habit, exactly. but a habit. A yeah. habit. And that is all our thought of patterns are. So if you think negative about yourself, that's just a thought of pattern. If you're complaining about the weather or Brexit or whatever, that's just a pattern. So you, you, you install these programs. So what I try and tell people from the first dot before they even book me, you say, look, we can do this. If you, know, um, if you just practice, repeat it, install it, commit, your mindset will change. And that's yeah. what I like to share. That It's a positive message that like losing weight, like going to the gym, if you stick to it and you make changes, you will feel better. So is there a little bit of CBT in there then? Do you use some CBT? I've heard of CBT. Yes, I know CBT, but yes, but I, I, that, this, this is brilliant. A lot of CBT, I know a lot of friends have had a lot of success with CBT. But what I want people to do, it's not just that for me. For me, it's the whole ethos of life. Yeah. So like, are you, what are you feeding your mind? Like if you eat yourself, if you eat rubbishy foods and you feel sick, you won't just eat, keep, keep eating them. You go, oh, I don't like mushrooms. But yet, but we feed ourselves with the news all day, every day. We feed ourselves with complaints about the traffic lights at the bottom of the street all day, every day. Yeah. So for me, it's more a general ethos of life that actually, if we just change how we think about certain things that are just general, you don't have to read any book. You will just feel better. Yeah, because you're not starting the day running at eighty percent because you're already complaining about the traffic. You're complaining about Boris. You're complaining about the weather. You're complaining about um, your, your job that you're about to go to. Can you see what I mean? So yeah, for yeah. me, it's more of an ethos of life. No, if it you makes just sense. change how you focus. Yeah. Then yeah. and that simple task you can do that can make a massive difference. Yeah. And and you deal with life better because you're not running at ninety percent. So you're not just being tipped over at last minute. Yeah. Sure. So. Have you always been involved in this type of industry or was there a or was there a specific experience, should I say, that led you into this kind of world? I've always been positive in the sense of not like I'm not here's a happy police, by the way, that you've got to be happy all the time. Life <laughs> happens. That's part of that's part of life. But it's but what I've always done is always tried to take the positives out of things. Yeah. I remember our wedding, my mum and uh, my cousin's wedding in Blackpool. It was it was, looked like it was going to pour down. Until we just had the wedding pictures and then we went inside for the afternoon do and then it poured down. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, isn't it awful? Isn't it awful? I went, oh, well, at least it rained after we it had our off. pictures. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they were like, oh, our Ben always looks at the positive. And I'm thinking, we've got a choice. Yeah. I know there's stuff going on. The glass is half empty as well as half full. I know that. Yeah. But I've got the choice of what to focus on. So I've always been interested in that. It's always been an ethos of my life. And people have always said I've fallen on my feet. And I think, I don't think I have. I think I've just dealt with what I've fallen on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you always see the good in whatever's it. around you. Yeah. So then when things, um, um, but then being real about it, I'm not like my head in the sand, you know. No. I think there's a nice balance to have. You need to know what's going on. But then I realized when I started to read some books um, like The Secret and all these other books about the law of attraction and about how what we put out, we get back. Um, this started to make more sense. I realized that what I put out, I was getting back. Well, I wanted so to talk was... about these books in more detail, actually, Ben, because we've all heard of the law of attraction. So can you expand on that for us? Yeah, it's been, God, it's a word that's been, a set of phrase that's been used for the past 20 years. It's been, it's been written about for a very long time, um, but the idea of what we put out, we get back. In some spiritual texts, um, I think that's where karma comes from. The idea, yeah. you know, karma in a lot of religious texts talks about what you give out, you get back. Yeah. So I think the idea of the law of attraction is basically, for me, is what you put into life, you get back. 
because the thing is sometimes with the secret and the, the books, people then I get some clients that complain about it because they say, well, I've just got to sit there and think and a bike appears outside my house. And I think where that's where people then got lost in it, where they just think, well, if I just close my eyes and visualize, it's going to come. But you forget that life's about life and getting out there and doing so. And it's what me, you make of it, isn't it? You've got to, you know, we've got all these different skills as well. You know, people can be, oh, I can't do that, but you can do something else sort of thing. We've all, we're all good at something, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. So the idea for me is, is, is this, the, the basic of the secret is if you go out there and you enjoy life and you put out the best you can be and you're kind and you and you follow the important part is following your heart. If you're doing something that makes your heart sing, the word enthusiasm, and I always get it slightly wrong, it's either directly related, uh, directly translated from greek or latin i need to double check this i keep panicking and get it wrong it <laughs> means in the flow of spirit in the flow right. of life yeah. so when you're enthused by something that's when you know you're on the path and then people say well things aren't working out for me but i'm like well are you doing what you love doing it doesn't mean you have to quit your job now if you've got kids to support but are you at least pursuing it and that's when i've said i've worked with clients that have their lives have massively changed because i said i don't think you're doing what you really want to do and they've started to make changes and then life has massively turned around and then more money, et cetera, comes in. Have you found that with your clients, especially during lockdown, that maybe they've been able to follow their dreams a little bit more? Because certainly with some clients I've worked with, obviously they've either been furloughed or lost their roles, but it's led them into, you know, doing something they really love and they're starting to make a career out of it because of lockdown. It's a real positive that's come out of it. I think, yeah, it's, it's a very... It's a very touchy subject. So I totally understand. I'm not trying to say that if anyone's been made redundant and they've got kids to feed, that yeah, I'm saying, come course. on, get over it. But, but, and I know you're not saying the same. Um, but, what, but I agree that sometimes it's like, right, this has happened. And one, this is what I'm saying about helping with emotions. When you the dust settles on this, because of course, whether happens, people even the most zen, super kind of um, teach that we read or you hear about, you know, the, we have a 15 minute um, emotional zone. So basically- if something happens to us, our fight or flight kicks in. It's chemical because yeah. our body feels in threat. So when we f- hear bad news or when we feel threatened, we go into that panic. So we can't stop that. That's just human nature. Doesn't matter how zen you are, how much you meditate, that is who was who we are. So yeah. I want people to feel that just because they have a panic about something, they've done, they haven't done anything wrong. That is absolutely normal. Yeah. But totally. when that settles, then it's like, right, what can I do from this? Yeah. Because and, and I'm with you. Most people I know that got made redundant have shifted their life into a different position. And they are better. Yeah. But obviously, if you've just been made redundant and I'm here or you're here and I know we're not saying this, come on, get over it. Things are going to be better. It's You're in that state. So, of course, I totally empathize with that. But yeah. I also know, and when I do have clients, I say, look, you know, what can we do from here now? What can you pursue that you couldn't pursue before? You know, what, what does this give you the freedom to, to look at? Because um, everything's perspective, like you said, and that's where I think the true law of attraction is. You start to see gold and nuggets were in places where you didn't think there was and yeah. and it's having that kind of just trust and faith that things will work out and that's the true for me the law of attraction is is that so can we talk about the secret as well because i know that you've mentioned a few books um in the brief we've i've got down here the law of attraction the secret quantum physics can we just touch on those as well so what is the secret about for our listeners who haven't heard of it and who who wrote it Well, The Secret is written by a lady called Rhonda Byrne, and it's about the law of attraction, but there's many books been written about it. She's made it very concise, very um, easy to read, and very much to get your your head around, very easy to get your head around. But for me, everything links back to the mindsets, but that the the law of attraction, quantum physics, all these things. So quantum physics, quickly, is the idea of they've proven through experiments that our focus 
can change matter. Yeah. Like it, it's, okay. it's mind blowing. It's, it's, it's been proven many times. So if the science now is starting to prove that our thoughts can affect things around us, for example, I've done talks about the idea of um, people might have heard of Dr. Moto's water experiment where he focused is it, well, it's, this is fascinating. There's, there's a lot of evidence and a lot of studies and a lot of um, experiments done with the power of the mind. And these will blow your mind. One that the Dr. Moto talked about the idea of he focused energy on water. When I say focused energy, he focused intent. Let's use the word intent because energy yeah. blows some people off. But like the idea of intent on water. He put positive energy or he focused positive intent on one set of water and a, a negative intent on another, like anger, I hate you. And the uh, the structure of the, not the chemical, the actual look of the energy structure inside of the water was different on the way the positive intention was set and the negative intention was set. Um, it's it's mind-blowing. Again, if people are interested, there's more information on my website. Yeah, yeah. But they also happens with plants. And it's been written, this is probably the most simpler one to get your head around. Um, they've done many studies on plants where now a lot of primary schools do it to show the power of kindness, where they get two plants that every day they'll send love to one and they'll get the students to send, I hate saying hate, but negative emotions to another or ignore it. Depends what the schools do. So they're not nurturing the plant, they're not watering, they're not giving it some uh, No, the watering such. it, but actually physical love. Like, like oh, I see. Saying, okay. I love you. I love this plant. And the other plant, they don't do it to. Oh, what wow, do you think okay. happens every single time to the plants? No. The one that says, I love you, grows way more. When you hear of people that have loads of plants and they talk to their plants and you think, okay, but obviously they know that it works. It helps them grow. hundred percent. And and I've had clients do it that kind of poo-pooed me a little bit. Yeah. And they did it and they sent me a picture of growing carrots. Wow. And, and they showed it me that they went, we didn't believe it and it worked. And it's happened many times. These are my clients, but I've seen it in schools. Um, one experiment that was done was um, where they got a repeating sp uh, speaker. Just to, they, they did this at school. So they just repeated positive words to one plant and negative words to another plant. And the other plant withered. And they had the exact same plant. exact, And it's been repeated so many times. But this That's the amazing. Is it's starting to back up this? Can people think, oh, it's hippie rubbish? This, it's not hippie rubbish. This really starting to prove the power of our thoughts and not yeah. just. Think of a well, think of what how the moon pulls tides. Yeah, the tide. So no wonder the moon yeah. can affect our mood. Yeah. But it's, it's so many things we're starting starting to believe. But it's just normally with a lot of people, understandably, it's cognitive dissonance. They just go, Oh, it's rubbish. And um, but actually there's evidence now, and that's what I'll link to on my website. Because yeah. if people are thinking, I do get it, that, that but we it, it's starting to be proven. But the the plant thing is is fascinating because what yeah, I say to definitely. clients, what I'll say to anyone is if plants can feel our positive and negative energy what do you think our bodies feel what do you think we feel yeah. so going back to the mindset thing for me it's going back like why are we so negative to ourselves and you think oh that's just what i am oh i just i hate myself yeah, we're like, very oh. good at it though aren't we we are very good at it but yeah going back to what we said at the beginning of this podcast though that's because we've trained ourselves yes yeah and and it's but what i'm saying is we can change that it's like yeah. someone eating loads of, i'm being really um trivial here and i'm not it's just a good visual to remember but it's just like food like eating mind food but if you get loads of food going yeah i'm just putting on weight and you're like well hang on you keep eating them foods if you change them foods you'll lose weight same with this if we start to change our patterns and it does take time and it does take practice and it does take commitment um but if you want to anyone can change their mindset and yeah. everything they are is just a culmination of everything they've thought so today you karen are what you've thought the past six weeks about yourself about life 
But what's empowering is that now you're creating or starting to create tomorrow. But what yeah. we do is create and copy and paste the pathways in our brain <laughs> from yesterday. So every day is a paste of yesterday. So no wonder it feels like life's not changing. But every second, the, the flame of a candle is a new flame it, because it's new oils. Same with us. It's just that we keep burning the same oil, expecting yeah. different results. Yeah, yeah. And there'll be some people that are just not willing to change or it just takes that little bit longer for them to adapt to what you're trying to teach them. Well, it's free will, isn't it? I'm not here to preach to anyone, to tell them, oh, you're changing my mindset. If you're happy, then brilliant. I'm not here. I'm just saying if you're not, there are ways. If you know if you really want to lose weight, you can. Yeah. If you really want to change your mindset to be mindset to be happier to be healthier to let things go to to play more to dance more to sing more to just enjoy the sunset we can't wait to do those things again (laughs) (laughs) i know i can't wait to dance and sing again yeah but you can still sing in your house the thing is i know i'm with you but it's about making like i've used lockdown um it it, it turned my business around like a lot of people i'm not playing a violin it it shook a lot of people up because my business stopped suddenly um, so I had to readjust. So I had to walk my walk and I did, you know, I yeah. went more remote. I changed. Um, that's where I got my camper van from because I thought, right, I had to sell my car. So then I sold my car, bought a camper van uh, and then started to travel in her, do her up. And then I started to work remotely. So I started doing sessions remotely, obviously updating um, work remotely. So it's worked out all right. But yeah. it's again, it's taken the best. You're allowed yeah. to crash, but then what can I do about it? And then yeah, that's exactly. where your mindset comes in. So let's talk about your one-to-one sessions then with your clients. Tell us what's involved, uh, because what intrigued me about some of your sessions was the the pricing, the way you do your pricing. It's more like a donation as such, isn't it? But let's talk about your one-to-one sessions and everything that comes under that bracket. Yeah. So firstly, I'll just touch upon the pricing. The reason why I, I do pay as you feel is because I've got to walk my walk. I believe that, that if I, like I said, if I put out good, I'll get good back. And I want to help people that want to help themselves. So I don't care if you've got a million pounds in the bank or nothing in the bank. I just want, if you really want to change, that's what gives me that buzz. That's what yeah. I love helping you with. Um, and I realized that I've know people, I've had clients that have got a lot of money that then uh, that have paid me 300, 500 pound a session. Yeah, yeah. And then people that have paid me less because, but it's irrelevant to me. I know I don't want people to feel embarrassed by what they pay because I really want to get across. It's, it's irrelevant because I trust the universe. I trust that it will balance out and the people that yeah. have got more money do. I've had businesses pay me £500 for the same amount of time that I'll spend with something else because their business has gone up 40%. I had one business that their, their actual takings went up 40% from changing and implementing things that I said that's not me being cocky that's they told me that because when their accountant went what happened and they went we had this guy in and we changed our mindset we changed this and everything changed so they've made thousands from what I've changed so 500 pounds is nothing to them it's nothing yeah yeah and 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 the same thing with um with with this so it's more for me that I just say pay as you feel um and and what pay what you can and if you can't pay that much and then in a couple of months you're doing really well then come back and pay more but yeah i just, just want to help people help themselves and yeah. that is true payment for me i love that so pay as you feel i love that well it's a trust i'm not gonna lie it's been a trust mechanism um and but i i do i, I want to believe that like the honesty boxes you know when you see a pack of eggs and you have to put yes. money in the box I'm just gonna take the them or... yeah i just want to just i feel i just want to trust people more i think we we are naturally trusting beings and i think deep down we do and everyone's good and i think deep down we all are and i've worked yeah, no, with no i definitely youth. agree yeah totally. and i've worked with troubled youth for eight years of my life and i had the ones that were kicked out of school and 
and I did that for eight years and it made me have absolute faith that I had quote the low the lower levels and not that they are less than a person but i meant like in academia levels yeah but a lot of them were not stupid a lot of them were, were were very clever just not maths um not very good with maths but they were kind they cared and and they had given me a lot of faith and and i could see a lot of things in that and i wanted to kind of you know um and they give me a lot of faith for the future. And I think yeah. that's why we've got to trust more. That's what I was mentioning earlier about people can be negative and don't think they're worthy of anything, but everybody is good at something. Everybody can do something if they find something they love. Everyone has got a gift. Everyone yeah, has. Everybody. It's just society forces math, science and English on everyone. And these lads and girls come through thinking that they're stupid or they can't do it and they've been badgered and badgered all their life. And what I spent a lot of time doing in my quote maths lessons wasn't, it was about building their confidence up, talking about my life, sharing with them their skills and, and how, how much faith I have in them. And yeah. I do. And people feel it when you genuinely do have faith in someone, they feel it and they did. I went, look guys, yeah, you're not going to be A-star mathematicians. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to be an A-star bricklayer because I can't rubbish with my hands. I said, but we've all got different skills. And I said, yeah. it's not about you being you know, A-star maths. I said, if everyone's A-star maths, we'd have no brickies. We'd have exactly. no hairdressers. Exactly. We'd have no care workers. Yeah. Mm. I said, it's not about, this is this societal hierarchy that we've got put ourselves in, yeah. which is like, oh, if you go uni, you're amazing. If you don't go uni, you're stupid. And obviously there's people who go uni and study and do an amazing thing. But it's that pressure, if you don't go uni. Yeah, that pressure that, oh, you're not good enough. Yeah. 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 So for me, that's what I felt a lot about. That everyone's got a gift and a tool. Yeah. And actually, yeah. a lot of times when going back to the mindset stuff, when they actually start to praise themselves, when they start to see that there's a gift in them, their gift then shows itself. And yeah. that's why I love the mindset because everything comes back to you. When yeah. you start to look, if, you, if you're closing your eyes going, I'm rubbish and rubbish and rubbish, then you're not going to see anything. But when you start to take that time, them six weeks to start to go, do you know what? I'm going to start to see the gift in me. Mm. I'm going to start to see bit by bit. I'm not there yet because I still don't like my body and I still don't like parts of me, but I'm going to make that shift to change. Yeah. So we were talking about what else the one-to-one involves. Yeah. So what they do is they book, they will, uh, they write like a little bio of what, what, why they book. Cause some people it's cause I do technique of letting things go. So if they've got a lot of things they can't let go of, then I send them a video to watch. And then we do a discussion about that. And I use techniques, powerful techniques to let things go. Some people it's just, they want, they've read the books they just feel a bit like, you know, if you sing slightly off key, <laughs> it sounds <laughs> yeah. a bit off. So they're just a bit off and they just need kind of a little bit of a push back on. I've got a few of those. Some people have me every month just to top up. They call it bend time uh, where they'll just like just a refresher of just keep them on track. Yeah. So it oh, really is down to you. If, if you want to change and make a difference wherever you are, wherever you think you are, it, I can help you move forward through practical mind knowledge, not just out there hippiness. Yeah. And you've also got this brand new positive mindset course, haven't you? Tell us about that. And there's an app that goes with it. Yes. So basically, it's just going back to what we said about the idea of takes time, perfect time to mention it really, is what I realize a lot of clients say, I just fall off the bandwagon. You know, I, I forget. I just slip into old habits. So what I did was put a six-week course onto an app. So basically, everything is on there that you need. So there's all the videos, all the techniques, all the knowledge. But most importantly, the accountability is there. So you put in the things I'm telling you to do. So yeah. you told me if you've done them. And I can message you and see if um, if you've done it or if you're having problems or if you have any questions. So it gives you that six-week structure. 
So I've purposely set it up that it's not too much. If you have got two kids and you've got a full-time job, you can still do it because it's not about me setting you loads and loads of tasks that are impossible. It's like first week is all about gratitude. So I'm asking you to tell me things you're grateful for. And you might think, what, is that it? But these simple things, like we said, are the what big things that make a difference. Yeah. And each week I had a little bit more and a little bit more. And the feedback's been brilliant. It gives people that, again, like my underpants and socks draw, it's <laughs> given me the... Uh, it gives you that continuity because all it was, if you think about it, I just kept going to that drawer every single day in yeah. the new place. And eventually that was where I now go to. Yeah. And the same with this. So it gives you practical things like, you know, to cut your news down to, and I give you bit by bit, a video explains it. And then you type it in so all the accountability is there. So you can't get away with not doing it. That is a set price. So what I've done with that one is I thought, cause if sometimes if things are free, free, people don't, aren't invested as much and then yeah. and people are very quick to spend 40 pounds on a round of drinks or you know a meal or they'll buy new shoes or they'll buy a kitchen appliance they won't use yet people won't so the, the app's 100 pounds but that's for six weeks course it's less than 15 pounds a week which is what you'd pay for a pt but after the six weeks it's finished but yeah. then there's a lot of things they took home from it anyway so actually a lot of it's installing new new habits so when they when if the app's gone like no one's that's finished the app has gone kind of keep it because They've already got themselves in the habit. So like every night they think before they go in bed, they're thinking of things that they're grateful for. You know, they've got gratitude journals. They've There's, there's certain things that I've put in there. That they, they've kind of just got into the new groove. Like I don't have to think now about in the pan and socks drawer. They just go, I just yeah. go to there. And the same with this, that a lot of people now have just naturally cut their news down. So they don't follow BBC news updates. They just check once a day and then come off. Yeah. Um, it, so they've got into habits. So that becomes natural like anything. Yeah. And that's the thing. Our habits now are just because they've become natural. But when you install new ones, the positive ones become natural. And that's the idea of it. It just gives you a structure and account accountability. And I think it is. Um, I think I read on your website, is it between four and six weeks when we're, you know, we make those changes or they naturally come in as such? It takes that length of time, doesn't it, for us to kind of stop going to the old drawer for your knickers and socks and things. It can yeah. take that long. Well, of course, it is a bit grey, and I'm not going to say it's an exact science, but I think everyone that's listening will understand that when you move something in your house, it you get used to it eventually. That's the yeah. best way to remind yeah. it. It's just through practice and repetition. But the, the another story, the socks and the pants is the recent one, but what I used to sell the story was when I moved my condiments. I've got an L-shaped galley kitchen, and yeah. I moved all my condiments from one cupboard from one side of the kitchen to the other. So you catch up, your salt and pepper and all that. So, of course, four to six weeks. Yeah, eventually, all my ketchup and stuff... But the difference was, it was an interesting point, was eventually, months and months later, I needed coconut oil. Now, where did I go? Back to the old cupboard, because in my head, the coconut oil was still over there. Right. So it's a good thing to remember that if we're going to be forever moving coconut oils, things are going to spot up that we haven't, quote, moved. Things from the past, you, need, you see an X, you see, you know, so it's not about suddenly six weeks and everything's perfect but you start to move things you start to see things and as you start to see benefits like you start to see muscle definition or you start to see weight being lost you'll keep it up and you'll go oh, okay that's that thing that's triggered me it's just a coconut oil i've not yeah. dealt with that yet that's okay and then you start to shift your perspective on that and that's when life forever becomes a four to six week course because you're forever tweaking forever but then you're enjoying the days more you're naturally yeah. more frisky you're naturally more fun you're naturally like love life more things still happen to me you know um, but i let things go quicker i deal with them better and actually the myth of all this is people think what then you become some sort of like hippie um kind of pushover where everything's just yeah peace man 
it isn't. I've had more awkward conversations in the past couple of years. Like I've confronted people I felt felt weren't being true. I have said things I don't think I would have said before. So it makes you more authentic and more confident in saying what you think. But I'm just a lot more better at dealing with the anger, letting that go, and then coming back with yeah. what I feel to be said. Does that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So you, you yeah. still have a life, and you still have a, um, a backbone, and you still have a personality. But you just—it's the best, better parts of it. Yeah, yeah. And just going back to your courses, when you were saying on the one-to-one, you might have people that might revisit every month. They just need a refresher on it. I so get that because, you know, in the past I've worked at various industries, and you might have like a a team building day and you really feel really positive and you've got all this energy and you take that away with you. And then maybe a week later, it's kind of gone again. You know, you need that. You do need a regular boost, don't you, with that injection of positivity, really. So I totally get that. That's really interesting because that's what I normally say that we have a staff when staff training day and you do yoga or you do like, you know, laughter yoga or clapping happy and, and then, and it's amazing and it just shows you can, but then we stop it. You go back to watching the six o'clock news. You go back to complaining about Brexit. You go back to moaning about your ex when you see your girlmates. Do you know what I mean? It's them things that are taking that happiness away. If you look at kids, they're naturally happy. The younger kids, until we train them to be adults. They're naturally happy until we tell them to not to do something. They're unhappy. Like my nephews are a lot older now. They used to cry. Then by the time uh, they're they're happy again. Then by the time they're happy, they've still got tears, but they're dried up. and the same with us, that we're, that that's a really good example of where you felt really good, you felt really buzzed, but then your old habits and patterns, you kept doing, I'm not dissing you, obviously, but that's what we did. You'd probably watch the news, you'd probably complain about that person, you'd probably moaned about that. And then we just taint, we just turned that light down. Yeah. And that's what we've got to stop doing. It's not, yeah. not being real, but no point. I, I can notice a dog muck on the floor, but I don't need to keep talking about it. I need to know it so I can avoid it. But then there's a beautiful sky. You know, there's beautiful people yeah. like our, our innate being is love. Our innate being in ourselves is fun, is, you know, companionship, is friendship, is helping each other. That's who we really are. It's just we lose that through fear, etc. So that and that, you, what you said about the staff training day is spot on, because yeah. that, I think a lot of people have had that. They felt buzzed. And, and then and they then go, why have you lost it? Out, doesn't it? And now you know why. Just because I'm not judging you. I'm just giving you facts of why you're dimming your light because you think you're just being real and you've got to. And actually, I, I'm informed. I used to, During COVID, I'd watch the Boris 6 o'clock update. That's it. There's no point watching all the news, speculating all day. Yeah. Then the rest of the day, I'd go for walks. <clears> I'd do things. I'd work. I'd go out and volunteer. I'd do things with my time that I could would be better, more productive, rather than just speculate what's going on. Yeah. And that's a good analogy for everything, really. Be informed, but not inundated. You see, I actually think we have got a nation of positive people. I mean... If anything, lockdown and the pandemic has proved that because people have maybe created their, you know, different careers, gone in different directions, or they've done quizzes on Zoom and they've done lots of things via the internet that you would never have thought about before. I've been doing some volunteering as well. It's made me feel a million dollars giving back to the community. I have Mm. volunteered in my life before, but not as much with the vaccinations. And I've absolutely loved it. I just think it's created a big positive vibe personally I really do I really I mean I know there's been a lot of negativity don't get me wrong but I do think people have adapted and kind of thought right well we've got no choice here we're gonna have to get on with it sort of thing oh yeah I mean the human race as a whole is like this and I think the British are very good at it yeah and I'm, I'm very proud like the NHS claps like going out. I love and, that. And I love that clapping. I missed it know, when got it stopped. Neighbours, go out with a gin. Hey, up, you're right. You're yeah. Right. Like chatting across the way. Even the dog Loads was barking. Of... He was taking part in it. 
Yeah, and I think you're right. The thing is that, it's, again, it's taking everything as the best we can. It doesn't mean that, again, we're pushovers or, or anything like that, but we're saying, look, what could we take from this? Yes, there's sadly been a lot of deaths, been a lot of illnesses, but there's been a lot of positives from it because that's all we can take. You know, we can take, we can learn from it, maybe fund the NHS a little bit more and et cetera, et cetera, and prepare ourselves better. But what can we take from it? We can take that actually the human spirit always comes through and, and always comes through with humor. We always find a way and that's who we really are. And that's what my kind of mission is to help people focus on that side of humanity. Yeah. yeah. And keep it going. Kind of, yeah, we can, we can still do it, but we, and I think when everything comes back, touchwood by the summer, that we're going to go to those pubs and really enjoy it. We're going to hug our friends and really enjoy it. We're going to go out and dance because we really enjoy it. You know, all these things that we took for granted and enjoy them and, and stop this kind of trivial British moaning yes. that we love yeah. a little wind. kinder to you know. each other. Oh, but I think we deep down, we, it, we're finding that more. And I think when we do though, and I don't know if you found this, that deep down when you're in a, like say if you're in a shop and you can have it like have a bit of fun with someone, Everyone laps it up because everyone wants to have fun. Yeah. Why do you think people get drunk at parties? Why do you think people get dressed up for Halloween? We're giving ourselves excuse to have fun. Yeah. Why do people go on holidays? It's the same thing. And I think the, when we realize that is okay, it's okay to enjoy ourselves. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to laugh. Then I think everyone will get on board because we all want to. We just all hide behind this boring adultness of what we should be why yeah. should we be you know kids are our best teachers yeah they play yeah. they laugh they uh you know they're non-judgmental they forget things they let their emotions out and then they're done yeah and then they get on <laughs> with it I mean? and do it all again yeah exactly and i'm excited i think this has shown so many positives positives and i think with it's growing the idea of people wanting to enjoy life more they were real we know what's going on but yeah. actually in the interim, I want to enjoy myself. I want to love. I want to be a lover, not a hater. Yeah. I want to be, I want to care. I want to be kind. You know, my mum said something when I was younger and I've never forgot it. And she said, treat people the way you want to be treated yourself. Yeah, totally. And I've used that in every aspect of my life, teaching the way I teach, like I'll be kind. Someone needs help. I'll help them. But the same breath, if someone needs a bit of tough love, <laughs> then I'll tell them, you know, cause I'd want someone to tell me, you know, it's, it's been a phrase I've always stuck with and it, it helps me kind of be hopefully uh, the best person I can yeah um, in life. so something completely different you used to be a blue coat in pontins tell us all about that didn't robbie williams yes. used to be a blue coat or was he a yellow was coat he? i think <laughs> he was a red coat, coat. who knows I don't know. <laughs> one of them um yeah so i just yeah i just got a, um i remember when i was younger my lad mates all went to pontins for a, a lad's holiday but I couldn't go because working in a DIY store back then and our busiest times at weekend and I couldn't get a weekend off. They come back and went, oh, these blue coats. Oh, it's right. Good. They do this. They do this. They dance on stage, dress as crocodiles. And I was like, oh, it sounds so good. And they all bought these application books back. And about a month later, I was at my mate's house and I was like, Callum, have you not applied for that job? And he went, oh, because of course the buzz had gone. He's like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I went, I will. <laughs> so I applied. And then I applied for a northern site, got put the southeast tip of England. Um, and absolutely loved it and was there for three years dressing as wow. crocodiles doing big shows doing bingo you know um etc and then yeah then then went then went abroad to work for air tours so I just yes took the I, job, I can but... see that I can definitely see you in that being a holiday rep for sure really upbeat <laughs> and enthusiastic <laughs> I'm just a big kid I was like I just think we, we like you know growing up is it growing old is inevitable but growing up is optional and I yeah, think you totally. know I I just think I, I want to enjoy myself while I'm here. So like, I'm a big kid really, but I've got responsibilities. I've got a mortgage like everyone else. Yeah. But I just think while I'm here, I want to enjoy myself. And I think I've always had that ethos. 
whether I was a rep or whether I'm doing the mindset stuff, you know, um, I'm still a bit cheeky on and off air, um, <laughs> a bit cleaner on air, I think. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just enjoy it. So that's what I did. So I got used to play games in the day and then did that for many years and then, then came back and then settled in the UK. Before you go, we have to talk about your gorgeous camper van, Daisy. And she has her own Instagram account, doesn't she? Tell us about it. Those days in my camper vans, one of the things from lockdown I realised was um, that obviously when money stopped a little bit, I was like, right, what can I readjust? So I sold my car and I bought a camper van because I've always wanted a camper van. And again, yeah. I wouldn't have done it without this. So I got her, um, she came about, the story was amazing. One day I went for a walk and I saw daisies everywhere, like these big, I didn't realise they had big daisies, not the little ones in the grass, but the big, massive daisies that hang over. And I kept seeing these daisies to the point I was like, oh God, daisies are everywhere today. And then I looked online for these camper vans and they kept selling out and selling out. This one day I saw one, loved it. But right, I'm going to have a look at her. Went down and she was called Daisy. Oh, and then I was the one that got her. And then I did her up over the summer um, while I was going away when I could, because obviously lockdown on lockdown. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, yeah, I love her. And I uh, work in her remotely. So she's on Instagram. Is Daisy the camp at Daisy the camper van. Because okay. was, it's camper, not camper van. There's another one with camper. Yes, I did uh, see and, that. There yeah, was so two. She, and I was I was looking at the other one thinking, that doesn't look like um, Ben. <laughs> yes, so <laughs> no, it's camper. No, camper van. Um, but yeah, if you go to my Instas, I can have link to her anyway. My, my work, work emails, my work website, et cetera, is links to it. But I just love it because it gives me a chance to go away. I'm a big old traveler. I've missed traveling since when I was teaching for eight years. I went to Thailand and stuff in my summer holidays, but it just gives me a chance to see this beautiful country. Yeah, and it is beautiful. I, I prefer this country. Better. If you've got the weather, you wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Oh, it's beautiful. That smell when it's really warm as yeah, well. I like, I love it. But yes, I want to discover the UK. There's so many places I've been to waterfalls. I found some rare waterfalls. A bit. I go wild swimming. I go swimming in the lakes. And then I can't wait for it to unlock down. I signed up to the Camping and Caravan Club as well, so I can actually have some warmth and electric. Yes. And decent also, toilets. Full of <laughs> decent toilets and showers. Um, I fitted a shower on a, if you look on the, the Insta account, I actually fitted a shower on a tailgate. Wow. So if you lift it up, yeah, so you have to make sure no one's around. Yes. <laughs> or just not go fully, yeah. <laughs> just leave some things on so nothing's exposed. But yeah, uh-huh. but I love her. And uh, yeah, she's given me a lot of freedom. So it means I can work in it remotely and I plan Brilliant. to do more things like that in the future. Yeah. So, Ben, it's been lovely talking to you today. So for our listeners, if they want to have a one-to-one with you or try your new positive mindset course, how can they get in touch with you? Oh, luckily, it's quite easy. I've nabbed my own name website. So it's www.benjaminstubbs.com. Perfect. And I think if you put .co.uk, you still get there. So benjaminstubbs.com, all information on there. It links to all the things we discussed, like the water experiment and law of attraction and everything else. There's, I've put a kind of about section where... I, I linked to videos that interested me and, and hopefully might help people. Well, Ben, thank you for being on the show today and I wish you all the best. Thank you very much, Karen. Take care. You've been listening to An Appetite for Life, sponsored by Daybank House Dental Practice, where happiness starts with a smile. If you are interested in any of my packages or wish to be a guest on this show, then you can contact me via my social media pages, Karen Kelly Podcasts, or send an email to Kelly at btinternet.com. <laughs>